Welcome to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast, your home for stories, inspiration, and advice from athletes over 40. I'm your host, Robin Leggett. I'm a later in life athlete who became a roller derby skater in my 30s and a runner and obstacle racer in my 40s. Now I'm an athletic aging coach who helps women over 40 experience the massive life benefits that come with exploring your athletic potential at any age and any fitness background. If that fires you up, keep listening. Let's do this. In the fitness world, there are a couple big seasons. What I mean by this is that there are a couple times a year when people traditionally get serious about their fitness again or for the first time. When gyms and group fitness classes get busier and people on the whole rededicate themselves to exercise and healthy eating. Of course, we all know about the new year, the time of New Year's resolutions and fresh starts, when people sign up for the gym and commit to going every day and eating super strict diets and chasing new and exciting fitness goals. That excitement tends to drop off around March or so. The other big fitness wave tends to hit around fall, after summer vacations when kids are back to school. Gyms get busier again, people recommit to healthy living and healthy eating, and that tends to last until around Thanksgiving. Something about a food holiday somehow means it's just time to throw it all out for a little while. So that means, again, generally speaking, we have four to five months when people are very committed to their fitness and their goals. The rest of the year is a big old wild card. This leads to a roller coaster effect where you're riding the highs and lows of being all in or all out or somewhere in between. This also leads to what could end up being an entire life of having a poor or disordered relationship with fitness and nutrition because you're either going hard and strict or abandoning it all. And all of it ends up feeling like something you think you should be doing, you're supposed to be doing. You'll eventually get back to doing when life is less crazy or when you're not on vacation or it's not the holidays. Exercise ends up being something that adds stress to your life rather than relieves it. It can also lead you to look for quick fix or reboot style solutions that will kick you back into gear and get you back on track. Examples include six-week weight loss challenges, mental and physical challenges like 75 hard, short-term strict nutrition plans like Whole30, detox cleanses, and switching around from workout to workout in order to avoid boredom. These are what I call the sexy solutions, the kinds of things that look interesting and exciting on the surface and make you think they're going to change your relationship with exercise and nutrition and will be the catalyst you need for long-term lifestyle change. But there are a few problems with the sexy solutions, and these problems highlight a very clear reason why they typically do not lead to long-term lifestyle change, nor do they typically spark a positive relationship with fitness for most people. And of course, I'm going to preface this by highlighting the word most when I say most people. There are always outliers, and some people very much thrive when taking on short-term challenges. But here's why they can be problematic for many. First is the duration. Most of the time, sexy solutions are all about a big transformation in a short period of time. And of course, that does sound sexy, right? 30 days is a very reasonable amount of time to follow a very strict diet plan. And chances are you will see physical changes by doing so. You'll likely feel better when you eat nothing but whole and natural food sources for 30 days. 
But on the whole, the problem with these short-term programs is that the duration is simply not long enough to put any sort of long-term habit in place. Research suggests that it takes anywhere between 18 and 254 days for a lifestyle habit to stick, with the average being 66 days. So yeah, you're likely able to stay committed for 30 days or six weeks, but what happens when that's over? Have you made any real progress that will provide you with any long-term benefits? Or was this just another ride on the roller coaster? The other problem is the intensity, the strictness, the lack of gray area or room for individualization or wiggle room. These short-term sexy solutions tend to be uber strict and restrictive. Even something like 75 hard, which is longer in duration, still has very strict rules. Two-a-day workouts, follow a diet with zero deviation, drink a gallon of water every day, read 10 pages of a nonfiction personal development book, and yes, it can be incredibly satisfying to complete a challenge like this. But is this lifestyle sustainable? For most people, it's just not. And in order for anything to be effective on a long-term basis, it must be sustainable. So this continues to perpetuate the roller coaster effect. Go hard on one thing that is meant to challenge you, to test you, and to possibly reignite your fitness consistency, but is so strict and restrictive that it's only manageable for a short period of time without any real lasting effect. Until the next time you do it, of course. And I could go on and on with examples, cleanses, detoxes, challenges, diets, all the things people do to convince themselves that this is the thing that's going to get them into fitness, only to find themselves back in a position six months later, trying it all over again. What's wild about this is that through all of it, there's a solution that so many people are missing. The one solution that leads you to develop a positive relationship with fitness that then leads you to actually want to exercise every day, like want to exercise. The one solution that leads you to understand the role food plays in fueling your activities and your life, allowing you to make informed decisions about what you eat that both allows for nuance and does not require you to stick to a strict plan and the one solution that leads to long-term healthy lifestyle change. But I warn you, this solution is not sexy, but it works. And that's what I'm here to talk about today, the unsexy truth about long-term fitness results. Follow this plan and you can finally get off the roller coaster of challenges and cleanses and fad diets and uber restrictiveness. It's a five-part plan, but it's also exceedingly simple, which is good because let's face it, humans have a tendency to overcomplicate things. And though I can't simplify everything in your life, I can simplify fitness for you. Fatigue can be one of the biggest barriers to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. Taking in proper nutrition can be a game changer to help you maximize athletic performance as well as facilitate muscle repair and reduce post-workout soreness. The AminoCo offers 100% science-backed essential amino acid formulas designed to increase performance and improve recovery time. The AminoCo's Perform formula gives your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger. I use Perform to power through my intense workouts without feeling jittery. After my workout, I refuel with Heal to help reduce stiffness and soreness so I can bounce back quicker between training sessions. Heal is more than three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein. You can check out their science by visiting aminoco.com SA30. And right now you can get 30% off by using code SA30 and get a free gift with every purchase. The link again is aminoco.com SA30. 
And you can find that link in the show notes as well. So here we go. The unsexy solution that leads to long-term fitness results. Number one, step one, move daily and lift some weights. The most simple thing you can do to promote long-term lifestyle changes to simply move every day. Walk, run, skate, bike, hike, whatever you do, just make sure you move every day. Your body was made to move, so start there. The second part of this is to follow a basic resistance training program. No, you do not need to change up your workouts every single day. In fact, you're better off following a program that has you repeating workouts week after week so you can progress and lift heavier weights as you get stronger and you can clearly see that progress over time. So getting on a really basic strength training program can yield really big results for you. You may be wondering, how long does my workout have to be for it to be effective? And the answer is, not very long as long as you're consistent. Here's where that nuance comes in, where those challenges are lacking. If you only have 20 minutes in your day, then work out or move for 20 minutes. That will always, always be better than zero minutes. I mean, that just makes sense, right? And if you do it consistently every day, it will become second nature over time. You may be able to build in more time for your workouts as your workouts become a more natural fit in your day. So it's easy as that. Move every day, lift some weights a few times a week, follow a simple program so you don't even have to think about it. Step two, eat foods that fuel your activity and your life. This is not about following a strict diet or being super restrictive. Fueling your life means eating enough food to give you energy to sustain you throughout your day and during your physical activity. How this looks specific to you is something you will figure out over time. For example, what you eat before a workout will depend on when you work out and what your last main meal was prior to that workout. But it starts with understanding that food is essential for active living. You will suffer in your fitness and athletic performance if you are under eating. Your daily energy will suffer if you're under eating. Your body composition goals, if you have them, will suffer if you're under eating. Gone are the days of move more, eat less. If you want to feel better in your training and your performance, and if you want strength gains, you need to eat. So we start there. More specifically, you need carbs for energy, particularly if you're training at a high intensity, and you need protein to build lean muscle. I get into all of this in episode 98 called Athletes Don't Diet, so be sure to check that out if you haven't already. But here's the final point I want to make about food. The unsexy truth is that figuring out what foods will support the activities you like doing takes a little time and is highly individual. But the more you incorporate regular movement into your life, the more you'll notice the role the foods you eat play in your ability to do said activities. And the more you enjoy doing these activities, the more likely you will be to eat foods that support these activities. For example, I love long trail runs, but there are certain foods that I also love very dearly that I know I cannot eat the night before a trail run. It'll make the trail run a lot less fun for me and my gut, if you know what I mean. So although I do eat those foods because there is room for food you enjoy in your life, I just don't eat them before a trail run. This is the unsexy but long-term relationship you develop with the food you eat, where there is no hierarchy. There are no good foods or bad foods, but there is a time and a place for everything that makes it possible for you to know what you need to support your body through physical activity of any length of time or intensity, know exactly what foods your body responds well to and what it might not respond as well to, and eat foods that you simply enjoy. 
This is not a short-term thing that you do for 30 days or six weeks, but daily practice that leads to a long-term positive and healthy relationship with foods of all kinds. You know, that's actually starting to feel sexy, but I'm going to move on to step three. And step three is good, old-fashioned, unsexy recovery. This is something that is not often addressed in the short-term sexy solutions, but recovery is crucial to long-term fitness success. If you are training and not including regular recovery into your life, you are setting yourself up for burnout, overtraining, and potential injury. Full stop. So what does recovery look like? It means taking days off from your training. You can and should still include light or unstructured movement whenever you can. In fact, if you do this regularly, you won't need full days off as often. But also, if you need a full day off, by all means, take it. So this means building regular rest and recovery days into your training schedule. It can also mean implementing regular recovery practices into your life, like stretching, foam rolling, percussive massage like Theragun or Hypervolt, Epsom salt baths, getting a sports massage, acupuncture treatments, cryotherapy, compression therapy, et cetera, et cetera. As we age, these practices can be a game changer in your body's ability to bounce back from hard training sessions or longer training blocks. For many of us, myself included, recovery was always something of an afterthought. So it can take a little time for these practices to become habit. But a solid recovery practice is essential to long-term fitness progress and injury avoidance, particularly as we age. Okay, step four, hydrate. Yep, just hydrate. Drink more water. Add electrolytes if you're training at a high intensity or training in the heat or training for a long time. But most of us, just need to be drinking more water. Take a look at your own water intake. Where could you be drinking more water? Where can you substitute a coffee or soda for more water? It doesn't mean you have to drink a gallon a day or be super strict like that. Just figure out ways to include more hydration into your day. Sometimes it's as simple as placing a full water bottle on your desk while you work. Make it as easy as possible to hydrate more frequently throughout your day and be intentional about it when you exercise. And now, the final step to the unsexy solution to long-term fitness results. And that is, you need to sleep. Boom, you need to sleep. If you are not allowing your body adequate time to recharge, all this other stuff will suffer. Your body's ability to build lean muscle, your energy, your focus, your ability to bounce back from your training sessions. Let me put it this way. It's recommended that elite athletes get a minimum of seven to nine hours of sleep per night. This is because being fully rested is crucial to athletic performance. Now, I know that most of us listening are not elite athletes, are we? And we don't live the kind of life where we can just sleep for nine hours a night. But four to six hours? That's not going to cut it. If you want to make fitness a regular part of your life in a way that feels seamless and easy and fun, it won't work if you're exhausted all the time. So you need to figure out ways to get more sleep and better sleep. So what practices do you need to put into place to get more sleep and better sleep? Do you need to turn off screens 30 minutes before bed? Do you need to get in bed with the lights out at least eight hours before your alarm goes off? Do you need to make your room dark or cooler at night? Do you need a sleep mask or a white noise app? Do you need to take some magnesium or drink tart cherry juice if you're having trouble sleeping? These are just some examples, but everyone's situation is different. Figure out one to three things you can do to promote better sleep and practice doing them every day. 
Sleep habits don't change overnight, but they can change in time. And when you start getting more sleep and better sleep, it will pay off in all these other areas. You'll have more energy for workouts, which will create a better workout experience that you'll likely want to keep doing. Your recovery will be more effective because the body repairs itself when you're sleeping. Studies show sleep deprivation increases hunger and food cravings. I think you get my point. So that's it. The unsexy truth about long-term fitness results. It comes down to regular daily movement and simple strength training, fueling your body in a way that supports your everyday energy needs and your activity, regular recovery practices, hydration, and sleep. The big five. That's it, my friends. It's not a challenge. It's not a cleanse. It's not something you do for 30 days before going back to whatever it is you were doing before. It's practices done over and over every day until you die. Of course, I'm being a little cheeky with that. But in reality, when you do this stuff over and over, it becomes habit and habit becomes lifestyle. And all of a sudden, these things that you had to work so hard to do for 30 days or six weeks or 75 days become a non-negotiable, fully integrated part of your life. And that is when you know it's working. Seasoned athletes, if you've fallen out of your fitness routine and the idea of jumping back in feels as daunting as putting together a work presentation the night before you have to present it, I have a fun freebie for you. Introducing the Off the Couch Starter Pack. Inside this free download, you'll find six days of strategically programmed workouts and recovery sessions for any fitness level, all designed to get you up, get you moving, and get you excited about working out again. I paired every workout and recovery session with its own hand-curated Spotify playlist to ensure that you're moving with joy every step of the way. Because that, my friend, is how you get fired up to get back into fitness again. So if you're looking for a way to open that door that's been closed for far too long and to do it in a way that's simple, effective, and fun, download my free off-the-couch starter pack now through the link in the show notes or at robinleggett.com slash bycouch.